fantasy managers hello and welcome back to the fpl addicts fantasy weekly podcast it's been a good good week in fpl for a lot of people and a bad bad week in fpl for most people including ollie walker peel who sits on the screen there next to me it's me ollie and the guru today we might be expecting some people later on we've got a guest section later on as well but for now ollie how are you doing mate you're on mute ollie Seconds in, you've already ribbed me. So that's a new record for you, pal. Uh, but no, I'm pretty happy, mate. Um, above the average, so slight win. I took red arrows, which isn't. But um, but yeah, let's get this week behind us and, and move forward. International break. Hopefully England can do something for us, lads. Absolutely. And good to see you around here again. Hungry for more FPL, obviously. Very uh, active on our watch along on the weekend as, uh, and on Twitter and everything. So thank you very much for the support. The other man that joins me tonight is the guru, Matt, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Elliot. Obviously, a difficult FPL week uh, for a lot of managers. Um, but look, we move on. International break, a bit of rest time, and you know we can uh, plan for game week eight with this with this time off. Yeah, we certainly can. And Daniel, we didn't all take red arrows. Two people on this podcast today didn't end up taking red arrows. So we'll uh, we'll get into our teams a little bit later. But for some people, it was a, a fairly decent week. But um, we won't waste any more time and we'll get right into it. Ollie, we'll start with you. A game of the week for you, you know, a big shock of the week, whatever you want to call it. What game sort of stood out for you this weekend? Um, Well, out of the ones I watched... Well, I mean, out of the ones that I was awake for, I'm not going to say Liverpool City because I was, you know, full on sleeping in that game. Um, so we are going to go probably with uh, with West Ham Brentford. I'm going to go with the London derby. I'm, I'm assuming that one of you are going to go with uh, Man United Everton, so I'll leave that to one of you two. But I tell you what, I was on goal rush. The Spurs game had finished full time, and they they found the way over to to London Stadium. It was one apiece, and an absolute peach for a goal from Jan Visa. It's 2-1 Brentford. Their fans are going mental. Brilliant result for them against a really good West Ham side. And, you know, Brentford have started really well. You know, out of the three promoted sides, they've done far, far better than, than the other two. Norwich have been horrendous. And, you know, you look at Watford, they've been, you know, somewhat average. They've been okay. But Brentford have been brilliant. Fun to watch and got a very good win. So I'll go with that. Yeah, and on the topic of Watford being, you know, fairly decent so far, Ollie. What's your thoughts on the uh, the managerial switch this week that the that, that they've gone with? Oh God. Oh well, I mean, I like the appointment. I like the appointment of Claudio Ranieri. Dilly ding, um, dilly dong. Since he won the league with Leicester, you know, he's had a you know interesting managerial career. But at his best, you know, you're not an ex Chelsea manager and you do well at Chelsea or do well at Leicester without having something about you. So. I think he'll do okay. He'll probably he'll probably won't even last a year with the way Watford go. Um, you know, they just go through managers like the weather, don't they? Change like the weather. So um, I'm not too sure on how the appointment will go, but not a bad calibre of manager to bring in. Definitely not. No, not at all. And as you say, ex-Chelsea, Premier League winning manager, you really probably couldn't go for much better if you were Watford, but they had a decent start to the season. I didn't really see too much wrong with it. Clearly, their owners thought differently. And that's why I'm just a host on an FPL show and not an owner of a football club. Because, you know, if they if they skyrocket now, then it's going to be absolutely brilliant for them. And I'm sure we're probably going to see something like that. But um, Guru, was there another game that sort of stood out for you this weekend? I think certainly that Liverpool Man City game that really stood out for me. Um, unbelievable game uh, for a neutral game of two halves as well. 
you know, City were pretty dominant in the first half and then, um, you know, second half, Liverpool come out and turned it around and Salah was just unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, that game's, I don't think anything tops it this weekend. No, it was an absolute thriller. As Ollie said, I was fast asleep as well. So I'm not going to act like I did watch it in real time, but, you know, watch the highlights back. So all the, the goals and the clips like that. Mohamed Salah was brilliant. That little run from Bernardo Silva Guru. I know we're going to get Dan commenting about it in the chat, but that was, you know, some game end to end. It looked like high intensity. Liverpool, Man City is always, you know, recent years. There's not many better fixtures is there in the Premier League. No, nah, not in recent years. I think, you know, Pep versus Klopp's a, you know, a good battle and, um, yeah, just phenomenal stuff. You know, that little Bernardo run was good, um, but nothing can top that Salah goal. I think, you know, it's contender for goal of the season already for me. Um, you know, just walk past that defence like they were ghosts. Um, so, yeah, phenomenal stuff from you know, probably the best player in the league by probably by by some distance right now. And he's definitely the best asset that you can get in your FPL teams at the minute as well. He's absolutely brilliant, on absolute fire. He's in contention to be, you know, named the best player of the world. You've definitely got a, a fair argument for that at the minute. He is on absolute fire. But as Ollie said before, I think, you know, well, probably wasn't the game of the week for me, but the one that I'm definitely most equipped to talk about was Man United-Everton. Um, the first half was fairly boring, but, you know, Everton managed to you know, sort of keep Man United at bay for a little bit of time until Anthony Martial came along and decided to score. I don't know how many people have got him in FPL. I don't know how high his ownership is, but I imagine it's quite low. But I had him in my draft team from the start of the season. I kept him because Ice Cold Martial is going to come good now. He's going to be on form for them um, and he's going to be firing for them. But Everton obviously managed to peg Man United back with that beautiful counter-attack. Damari Gray just shoving off Fred. Um, Decore sent Luke Shaw to the shops and Andros Townsend slotted it past De Gea and, you know, did the Ronaldo celebration in his own backyard. So it was absolutely brilliant. And, you know, Everton probably un unlucky, you could say, to not get all three points, but it was definitely a, a really good game, especially in the second half and um, a really good game of football. Ollie, you know, what did you sort of make of the uh, the Ronaldo celebration, mate? Look, it was very, very poorly executed, but fair play for him to have a go at it. Um, look, if you're... If you're Andros Townsend and you're doing that Ronaldo celebration, like, Ronaldo's probably going, who is this guy, right? Who is he? But then fair enough, swaps his shirt with him. Like, it's a crazy, crazy scenario. It was a really good goal as well on the counter-attack, clinically finished, and fair play to Andros Townsend. He was absolutely loving it. The Everton fans were loving it. So, yeah, you may as well. I mean, I don't think I'd... I don't know if I'd do it, you know, going up to in Ronaldo's backyard and, and doing that. But, you know, fair enough to him. Yeah, it definitely takes some guts to do that in front of Ronaldo, especially with, you know, just an equaliser at the score at 1-1. It was definitely brave from him. But um, they're sort of our, our three fixtures of the week. We'll move on as we go into the international break now. We're definitely more equipped um, to discuss, you know, the way that the paid league is shaping up at the minute. And Guru, we've got three people, the top three in this league, who have already broken the 500-point mark for this season. That is absolutely mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad and... You know, it's, it's brilliant to see, um, you know, Donald's a real active member in our Discord as well. So, yeah, it's buzzing to see him at the top. We've got Geordie Wilson, who's been a guest before, um, and then Pizza Boy in, in third. Um, so, yeah, really good stuff. And, you know, amazing. They've all got green arrows this week. And what we said, you know, was a difficult week for everyone. So, yeah, now buzzing. 
and they've definitely managed to come out of this week looking fairly good. And Nathan, obviously, they're sitting on 499 points as well, which is absolutely brilliant. He is our guest on the show later. Budgie, we call him. So uh, he will be popping on um, if all goes well. And he's just one point off the 500 mark. So he'll probably be quite disappointed with that. But Ollie, I want to talk to you about a certain Tom Stones who peaked after game week three by the looks of things so far this season. He's sitting in seventh at the minute. Um, you know, he had a brilliant, brilliant start to the season. He was, you know, so dominant in our league last season. You know, is, is something going wrong? Is he is he not feeling too well or something? Because usually he'd be right at the top of this league, wouldn't he? Look, to be fair, he's seventh, so he's not doing too bad. He's only, what is it, 27 points off the lead. There's still another, you know, 27, 28, however many game weeks it is to go. No, even more. We're heading to game week eight. It's like 30 game weeks to go. Um, <laughs> so there's still a long time. So, you know... He's doing all right. He did walk up a uh, mini league last year, the free one, sorry. Um, so I think he'll come back um, and probably, uh, which is obviously great for our page, we've had a ton more people join us. So that competition's increased. And it just shows that someone who absolutely, you know, walked the, the league last year hasn't had the chance to do the same again because we've got so many great new members in the league. So, uh, you know, he'll come back, but it is nice to see that, you know, that he's, uh, he's sharing it around now. Yeah, it definitely is good to see because he was so, so dominant last season, won the league by a fair bit. And I think it's a good point that you make, Ollie. You know, the league is so competitive, so many really, really good FPL managers in it. So uh, it's definitely really close. And you know that the league's good when the Guru only sits in 13th in it. Guru, you know, so far this season, you've, you've had a really good season. And, you know, it's really just shown how competitive this league is when you sat there sitting in 13th. Have you sort of been happy with how you've gone so far or not really? Look, the standard's high in this league and, you know, we've got some cracking players. Um, look, I'm pretty satisfied. Um, you know, I took a few green arrows lately. Uh, it wasn't long ago. I think I was sitting in the sort of 25th position of this league. So, yeah, you know, just trying to gradually push up the league. Um, but I'm comfortable at the moment, not too, um, not too disappointed. Um, and we'll see, see how we go in the coming months. Yeah, absolutely. And you shouldn't be, but um, we'll move on to the free league now. And, you know, if, if the paid league's competitive, the free league is always going to be that little bit more. We've got someone on 520 points, Netflix and Chilwell. Billy sits there on 520. And then the, the usuals, we've got, you know, so many people. We've got eight people in this league, sorry, nine people in this league that have got above 500 points, which is absolutely ridiculous, Ollie. You know, the standard in our free league was high last season, but, you know, it's been absolutely decimated by the standard this season, hasn't it? It has, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, if you play an FPL addicts bingo, which we don't have, but maybe we should have, I'm going to, you know, take Jack's role. Jack usually says every week, these guys should have joined the paid league. So in his absence, I'm going to say it for him. I tell you what, 520 points. I know uh, Donald's top of the uh, the paid league, so eleven points clear in top spot. Obviously, Donald's getting some ground on him, but five hundred and twenty points in seven game weeks. What? Just how? Tell it's me ridiculous. how. Te- teach me the ways. You're getting, you know, averaging seventy points a game week plus. So, you know, how? How are people doing this? It's a great start for him, and hopefully for our sake. Um, well, I mean, you know, I don't know if I want to go on the pod because the podcast curse is real, but hopefully it keeps going and uh, keeps this free league really exciting, which I'm sure it will be. 
Yeah, and as Ollie's just said there, there's so many people that do need to be getting into this paid league next season and when it opens back up again. And, you know, it's really emphasised by the Women's League as well. Ollie, as you said, the FPL bingo there, but we say it every week. There's so many um, people in this league that also need to be joining, don't they, Guru? You know, 492 points, 483, 479. You know, these are massive, massive scores that definitely decimate my score definitely decimate Ollie's score. Maybe not so much yours, but, you know, they definitely need to be in this paid league, don't they? Yeah, some brilliant scores. Obviously, Maya at the tops, you know, been consistently good so far. Um, not many people can knock her off. I think she's been there for most of the season already. Um, but, yeah, some brilliant, brilliant scores, um, which is great to see. Um, so, happy days. I know Renee's pretty happy. I think she's just <laughs> edging to the top 10 now. Uh, with Miko's 11, got 56 points. So she was buzzing off uh, off her team this week. Um, and yeah, some um, yeah, some massive score. So well done to all the uh, the ladies in this league. Yeah, and Karima, uh, you know, hungry for more FPL, also sits there in seventh in the league. So, you know, congratulations to you as well. And to Renee, the, you know, the, the guru, the real guru at heart. We all know that she's the real guru that gives this guru all the information, um, you know, behind the scenes is sitting there in the top 10. So that's absolutely brilliant. But I think my favourite league this season is definitely the Bonus Bank head-to-head league. There's just something about head-to-head leagues that are just so funny to me. The average who was, you know, looking really good, looking on good form for the past couple of game weeks, has slipped down and I have toppled the average. The average sits there. I'm just I'm just beating it by goal difference. 49-point goal difference between me and the average at the minute. And, you know, Reedy, Reedy managed to beat the average. And, you know, it's just been a downfall ever since for it, Ollie, hasn't it? But the average sits there in 13th. But it's no surprise to see, you know, Ali and Donal sitting at the top of this league, is it? Yeah, I mean, you haven't got two hours. So there's no way you'll be able to find me scrolling all that way down. Um, because I think in every other league, I think that I've had a nightmare. Classic, I'm doing okay, but all the draft leagues, all the head-to-head leagues, you know, I'm not doing too great in. Um, but, you know, Don Alec, again, he, he's becoming, you know, in our FPL Addicts Hall of Fame. I don't think we have one yet, but I think I think that's maybe something we could work on. And if we ever did implement one, Don Al for this season and this start that he's had would be right up there because he's been absolutely unbelievable. Look at me scroll down. 19. Look at all that. Look at all the Look podcast at lot. Look at the podcast Chris, lot punched Jack, together. <laughs> Matt and myself. I, oh, that, man? I think Keep I had a win this week. Oh, he's fought with the league. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at how many points he's got, mate. Look at how many points oh. he's got. He hasn't oh, God, picked no. up a point in this head-to-head league. That is absolute. Oh, it's a good thing he's not on today, I tell you what. <laughs> he's going to end up with less points than Derby at this rate. My days. He's not a shocking start, but uh, but no, back to back to the stars of the show rather than the basement boys. Um, Don Al's done a class job, and Pizza Boy himself, you know, he'll he'll love me saying this because um, obviously he watches every podcast. What a man he is! Uh, Ali is a top guy. Um, he's up the top there. Uh, Tom in fourth, with Aaron in third. You know, really, really decent standard again. And you know, hopefully, I can get myself up there with a couple of wins. But the average is in the mud, and you know, that's the way it is. And there's Josh saying he's doing well in the bonus bank head-to-head, but, you know, he's 
at the halfway mark for the paid mini. And, you know, Josh, it's a long season, mate. You just got to keep doing what you're doing. You know, as Ollie said, 30 more game weeks left. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That would be on the FPL bingo as well, Ollie, wouldn't it? Marathon, not a sprint. We've got to, we've got to formulate this, mate. I think that's absolutely a great idea. Um, So you just got to keep going. And, you know, there is also prizes for for the the head-to-head league. So, you know, you can definitely focus on that. And as Ollie said before, there's a a big bunch of the, you know, the podcast lot sitting there, Reedy in 16th, Jack in 17th, Matt in 18th, and no surprise. Prize, Ollie is 19th, uh, you know, bottom of those lot there. So, <laughs> yeah, just quickly uh, for, for those in the comments section, obviously, we've got you know, hundreds more FPLs in there. Dan's watched literally every podcast this season. JC, what else? Do they, you know, we don't really have questions on here like discussion questions, but because it's an international break, we might have time. If we were to have an FPL addicts bingo card, what would go on it? We've had a couple of uh, we've had a couple so far that we've sort of talked about. But is there any more that would that would go on there? And if so, what are they? Because I think we might have to formulate this for next week and see how many we can uh, we can check off. I think yeah, I think that's probably one that would go on for the watch-alongs, Daniel. But none of us can do the the Roy Keane impression quite as good as you. So I'm not gonna not gonna try and get you know anyone on the podcast to do that. But that's how the the head-to-head league shaken up at the minute. You know, it's a really fun league. Um, you know, a lot of good fun. A lot of good matches that will be played this week as well. A lot of high scoring points. Um, you know, let's just see if the average can can take its next victim. But we'll move on to, you know, the, the podcast mini now that we've spoken about, what we've said. Statman Dave sits there at bottom, 37 points this week. I'm going to do him a favour and I'm not going to go through his team and show you how many points he got. And we will just move straight into my one to avoid any sort of embarrassment for him. So it's 51 points for me this week. Um, you know, it was a very, very low scoring average this week compared to what we've seen this season. Um, you know, the standard of FPL this season has been absolutely brilliant so far. So 51 points, 13 above the average. I was delighted with Sanchez getting a clean sheet. He's off the fraud list just for this week. You know, draw against Arsenal, nil-nil. Was happy to see that. Marcel and Manquillo getting three points each. Um, Marcel... Not too sure how he got a bonus point, but he did end up getting a bonus in the end. Livermento managed to get an assist. He's an attacking fullback. He's an absolute machine. And Javier Manquillo managed to get his second attacking return of the season as well with an assist um, for Jeff Hendricks' goal, which was short-lived uh, by Huang Yi Chan, but uh, we won't talk too much about that one. The midfield, Mohamed Salah, should have been my captain. I was spineless this week. I went with the pack, went with Lukaku as the captain, should have gone with Salah and backed myself. If you're watching the watch along, I know I was talking about it, saying that I wanted to do it, um, but you know I just didn't have the, the guts to do it for this week. And Gray, Rafinha and Douglas Luiz didn't really do too much either. Ronaldo is one that is going to be on the fraud list just for this week. We've got to you know look at this guy, 12.7 million and he's putting up performances like that not on my watch Mohamed Salah would absolutely never but you know Raul Jimenez um, bittersweet really really bittersweet for me Um, obviously I would rather him not get the points but if Newcastle are going to be Newcastle and lose I would rather Jimenez assist two two goals and you know at least get me some points out of that game and uh, you know get some sort of some sort of consolation out of that game. And then obviously the Lukaku captain shout didn't pay off. And I think the most annoying thing for me this week was Norwich keeping a clean sheet for the first time in God knows how many game weeks. And Brandon Williams didn't play. I think that was the most frustrating part of the game week for me. But um, as we said, 51 points. I was happy with that. It was a good week from me. Um, so yeah, I was happy. We, we will go through Jack's team because I think, you know, he deserves it this week. 20 points above the average. Guru, what a week he has had. He's had a great week. Um, you know, well done to him. 
he's got it spot on with his uh you know with his captain as well he's tried something different um so yeah fair play i didn't think he would captain son i thought he'd go ronaldo um against everton he sort of shied away from that and yeah son could have had a cricket score in the end so um yeah well done jack he took a hit i think this week um I think he brought in Antonio and maybe Rafinha it might have been. Um, but look, he's done well. He's got the double up with the Brighton defence as well. Salah's smashed it for him. So, yeah, big green arrow, I think, for Jack this week. Yeah, and Ollie, no return from Chris Wood. You'd be delighted to see that, but a lot Come of managers on. weren't too happy. Come <laughs> on, mate. Tim Pot striker in East Lancashire, mate. You know, he couldn't even lace Ben Brayton Diaz's boots, could Chris Wood. Um but, you know, he was always going to blank. Even if it's Norwich, he can't score. Like, what are you doing having him in your team? Look, obviously, I'm not going to bring Burnley players in. And, you know, I hate Burnley as a football club. But I can see from a neutral point of view why you would bring him in. Because Norwich are somehow Norwich. worse at defending than Burnley are. So, I can see why. I was never going to anywhere near him. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot barge pole. But, you know, um, he's blanked again. So, that's what you get for bringing in Burnley players, Jack. Take notes, pal. Yeah, we've got a question from Daniel. Do you want to just sort of like, you know, clear up any confusion with the uh, the bingo? For anyone watching this that isn't watching it live, whatever platform you're watching it on, drop us a comment if anything that you think needs to be included in the bingo card and me and Ollie can sort of formulate anything we can. But Ollie, what, what do you mean by the bingo card? So yeah, just like all the common podcast quotes that we say, for example, Elliot saying, oh, roll over, I'll roll over, or... Um, or me saying, or Jack saying, oh, um, these should be in the paid league, or common quotes that we say all the time, or, you know, take care, stay safe, bye for now, that will probably roll at the end of the pod. Just common podcast quotes that the panel all say, not like FPL put a finger down moments like I've seen in the comments already, more like podcast quotes that we all roll with. And then as we, um, as, as we get, as they get said on next week's pod, we'll cross them off and, and see what we can do. We'll get a few cards. We'll get him up on the screen. He's a razzler, not a bad one. Don't mind that, Dan. <laughs> Things like that. You you get the hang you get the hang of it. Um, but yeah, I think that might be pretty fun. Yeah, and as I said, anyone that is watching, listening to this back that isn't live, make sure you know if it's Instagram, if it's YouTube, it's if it's Facebook, if it's Twitter, if it's anything, make sure you let us know what you think we need to include on this uh, on this FPL bingo card. But Ollie, we'll move on to your team. You've been knocked out of second place by Chris Reed and um, by his monumental score. I didn't realise that's how many points he got this week, but we'll touch on that in a minute. We'll get to your team. Forty-four points. You're saying you had a bad week, Ollie. You're above the average in you know a fairly shocking game week from a lot of people. Um, is this just more more mind games from you? You know, that's not a bad week at all. Maybe. I did take a hit, which means that my score doesn't look as good as it is. I got to 40 points, uh, which isn't too bad. It may, I mean, if I captain Salah, then my week's class and I don't get knocked off second. But, you know, usually I'd be annoyed about moving down a spot in the league. I was annoyed when, when Matt uh, knocked me off the top. But when you lose to a good week that Chris Reid had, you can't really complain too much. I'll let him have that. I do want that second spot back, though, as soon as possible. So, please, you can just have a bad week, Chris. That'd be nice. Um, but, no, I was I was a good captain pick away from a really, really good week. Uh, my defence was nice. The double Brighton really helped me. I was staring down the barrel of a dreadful week if, if they didn't keep the clean sheet. Um, and they got that, which was awesome. I woke up on Sunday morning, you know, fairly happy with that clean sheet, uh, especially after the you know, the horrendous result for Rovers on, on, on Sunday night. So that, you know, made me a little bit happier. Uh, my strikers did nothing. Obviously, Ronaldo coming off the bench wasn't great. Um, obviously, didn't have the armband on him. So that was all right. Lukaku should have had goal contributions. Didn't watch the game, obviously, but 
should have had goal contributions from what I what I've heard. I uh, saw one of his misses, mate. One yeah, of I think he hit the post. I, mean. I saw it and I was just in absolute yeah. awe that that's the player that I've got in instead of Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he blanked again. He's blanked what five games in a row now. He's blanked. Um, so you know that's not great. Uh, if you scroll down, Elliot, my squad is looking a bit threadbare because I have kept hold of Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, who's third on my bench, and Brandon Williams. You know, obviously didn't play. So that's why I've got both Sissoko. And uh, Brandon Williams initially starting, but Livermento came off the bench. So once Trent comes back, I think he's the um, the key to to be rising up the leagues. So I think, despite the fact that you know a lot of people would have had him, I think a few might have jumped off the bandwagon. I think he might have had a price fall as well. So hopefully, the fact that I've kept him might propel me back up the leagues once he's back. Um, not sure what I'm going to do with transfers next week, but I've got a whole international break to decide. Um, so I'm not doing horrendously. Had three red arrows in a row. Hopefully coming back with the green next week, but I suppose we'll see. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's a really good week. You know, just want to, you know, champion all those red arrows there. You've got the one green arrow and the one, one grey arrow. What's, 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 the green, what's the green one for? The green one for over shot contributors. Come on. Come on. I'm doing something. I'm doing how, how something. I'm in second. Up? I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know who's who's on top of me in that league. I might just have a quick check. So I might have to have a bit of banter with them in the um, in the uh, the group chat that I'm in because how I've had a green arrow there, I will never ever know. Um, So yeah, a lot of a lot of those around me have had shocking weeks. Um, Ryan, who was the old watch along host before me, he had somehow a worse week than me. Had 37 points, so that means I've just just about moved up to second so lucky to take a green arrow but i'll take it and hopefully i can take top uh, top, uh, top spot off uh, jonathan secker so i'll clip that probably send that to the chat and then probably get roasted for it when i keep taking red arrows in the in the forthcoming weeks yeah and again not not quite sure how you have taken the uh, the green arrow there but we'll move on to reedy's team and you know 65 points this week ollie you know if you if you're going to drop out a second it's a fair score to go out with and you can see where he's got so many points there can't you Yep. What, what did I say? I'm a good captain choice away from a good week. And look at Chris Reed. He's nailed his captain choice. I mean, not the best one he could have made, obviously, with Salah. As a Liverpool fan, I'm surprised he hasn't gone with Salah, but Vardy's been brilliant. Obviously got himself a goal um, in that 2 all draw. So, you know, if I captain Salah, I'm looking at a similar score. But, you know, obviously Chris has worked. So that's brilliant for him. Great defence as well. Obviously, two, um, two current Brighton players and one former Brighton player doing the job for him. Uh, in that Brighton Arsenal game, which you know he would have been a massive fan of, uh, decent midfield with uh, Fernandez and um, with Salah, and then that Vardy one just sort of speaks for itself. So yeah, really good week from Chris. Um, it was a bit of a minefield this week for FPL managers, and he's avoided that. So great week, uh, week from Chris, and obviously he's moved up second in our little podcast mini. But like I say, hopefully I can take the back off him soon. He's definitely he's done more than just avoid it, mate. Sixty-five points is absolutely mental. I will say though, he's got he had week. a minus eight. He had a minus eight, so that moves down to fifty-seven, which doesn't look as brilliant. But even still, that's not a bad week. So he actually scored less than Jack. Or oh, did Jack take a hit this week? He took a minus four, didn't he, Guru? Have a look. If you have yeah, a look on did. the, yeah, have Jack a look on the, if you click four. on. So still, still the go. most, still the most in the um, in the podcast league uh, by a uh, solitary point. If you take those hits into account, but yeah, still not a bad week from uh, from uh, from Chris, and not a bad week for you, Matt, either. By the looks of things, as we uh, get onto your team, <laughs> not bad at all. Um, you know, Guru forty eight points this week, thirty eight average this week. You know, no one's managed to knock you off the top spot, even with Reedy's massive score, which you know doesn't look so significant now. But forty eight points, were you happy with that this week? Yeah, I think I was happy in the end. I think with uh, you know after Saturday night, I didn't have too many to play. 
was getting a bit worried. There was a lot of players left to play on Sunday for, you know, other people's teams. Um, but yeah, I've got away with it in the end. And um, yeah, Lukaku was unlucky. He did score. He was offside, hit the post. Um, so, you know, I think he was quite unlucky not to return. I still stand by that, you know, being the right captain choice um, for the weekend, you know, with the amount of chances he ended up getting. Um, but yeah, it's all about Raul Jimenez this week and Salah. Um, you know, Jimenez last two weeks has just been brilliant. Stuck by him, bring him in on the wild card. Um, you know, brilliant stuff. Salah, obviously 13 points. Um, but yeah, the Wolves double up in defence was a bit of a disappointment, but Marcel has come out with a with a bonus point somehow. So I'll take that. Sanchez clean sheet. Um, I thought Gray was unlucky to come away with just two points as well. Um, he had a great game, uh, was involved in the goal. Um, yeah, I heard Rafinha had another good game as well. So, and Yotta nearly scored as well. So, um, yeah, it could have been a bit more, but I'll take 48 points this week and yeah, plenty of green arrows. So, um, yeah, happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. As you should do, Guru, you know, it's a really solid score and a, a game week where a lot of people, you know, were losing their heads and, you know, that sort of stuff. So there's going to be a lot of panic selling this week, I'm sure, and a lot of panic wildcarding if people have got that left. So that's an absolutely brilliant score uh, from you there. And as you can see, that's how the mini league shakes up. Uh, shapes up. Sorry, the, the Guru sits there, 465 points. And then Statman Dave is all the way down at the bottom with 337. And the rest of the league is just the makeup from there. But um, that's how we went in game week seven and uh yeah that wraps up the the mini league reviews and our team reviews so just a quick word from our sponsor bonus bank if you're not aware already um you know they've they've been supporting us this this season they've supported our community with the 200 aussie dollar manager of the month prize for every single month for the 2021 and 2022 season and we could not be more grateful for it you know they've already given up 400 dollars to our winners so far which is absolutely brilliant um, and the platform is free to join. But if you want to unlock the special features and go premium, make sure you're using the code FPL Addicts to receive a 25% discount on your first month's membership and no locking contracts. As I said, members of our community have been using Bonus Bank's platform for free to review bookie promotions and bonuses in the Premier League for the past game weeks. But it's not just Premier League, it's pretty much every single sport around the world. So make sure you see the link in our caption for details and you'll learn how to make immediate profit. So what we can do now, boys, is we can start discussing, you know, the, the game week ahead, which seems so far away now because of the international break. But it's going to be on us, you know, as quick as it possibly can. So, well, you know, we'll just get into a little bit of discussion. Um, Ollie, you know, your season so far, mate, I just want to ask you, you know, are you sort of happy with how you've gone so far this season? Do you think you should be doing better, should be worse? You're also muted, mate. That's 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 twice. I've turned into Pep Guardiola. Um yeah, look, I'm really not happy with the start of the season, mate. I was happy with the first month. In fact, buzzing with the first month. Uh, that's the quickest I've ever flown out the blocks in any FPL season, if you discount my century in game week one. I think that might have been last season. Um, but look, the last three weeks have been worse than dreadful. Um, and this is not me just saying this to get to get um, to play mind games. You know, 700k rank is poor. I want a lot higher than that. So, um 
let's be fair, let's be honest. I want more than 700k K rank at the moment. Uh, I'm just above that. So I want to be up near towards, you know, 100, 200k at this point. And to be half a million off that is is not great. So I set high expectations, falling well short. So hopefully this re- uh, international break can rejuvenate me and I can get going again. The mind games are coming out of your ears at the minute, mate. I can, I can, you know, I don't, your, your nose has just grown 12 inches, Pinocchio. Not a great start to the season. Are, are you not happy with how you've gone so far? No, I was happy with the first month. Um, but this little three-week stretch of red arrows has, has annoyed me. Um, like I said, I was buzzing with the first month. You know, I couldn't have been happy with the first month. But the last three weeks has, has thrown all that good start away. So that sort of have tarnished everything. Um if it wasn't, you know, if we were having this discussion about the first four weeks, I'd be saying, yeah, buzzing. You know, this is the greatest start to an FPL season I've had over the first month. But, you know, let's face it, we're not. We've had three game weeks since then and I've had a shocker in all three of them. So, you know, taking three red arrows is never nice. If I can take a couple of greens, then, you know, you ask me this question in three or four weeks, then I might have a very different answer. I hope I do. But um, at the moment, I'm not happy with where I'm sitting. Well, you know, I, I don't want to compliment you too much, mate, because you know how much I like, you know, pulling your leg and, you know, making fun of you. But you've had a really good start to your season. Um, as you said yourself, 38 game weeks left. You know, don't be disheartened by three bad game weeks. You know, you can get back on your, your merry way after the international break and see how you go. But in order to do that, you've got to have some sort of plan. And your plan last week was to bring somebody in. So I'm not going to assume, you know, that you've got too many brilliant plans um, already circulating through your head um, for the international break but do you have any sort of you know idea where you're going to be going with your team in the next couple of game weeks uh look not yet uh i actually brought antonio rudiger in so that wasn't too bad i mean i know he obviously conceded a penalty um against southampton so that was obviously annoying but i think with chelsea's fixtures i think that was a sensible transfer chelsea's defense will be good uh my main plan was to hold trent i'm going to do that um i thought about getting rid of ronaldo um, and that's not being reactionary, but I think Jamie Vardy's a great option at 10.5. He's just gone back up to 10.5. Um, so I'm having a look at him, maybe bring him in. Um, I'm, I could even just do an Elliot special and roll over this week. You know, with all the fixtures this week, uh, I've got a few away fixtures, but the worst one is uh, Ronaldo's away at Leicester. Um, you know, I've got an away at Norwich, a couple away at Norwich, away at Brentford, away at Watford, away at Everton, not too bad. So I'm pretty happy with the fixtures this week. I could just roll over if, if Trent comes back and just start him and uh, move to a 4-3-3. So, or um, was it? No, I'm in a 4-3-3 anyway. So, oh no, because I've taken um, Sissoko on my bench. So I'll move from a 3-4-3 to a 4-3-3. Um, and run with that effectively. So um, for the moment, that's the way I'm looking. I think it might be a rollover, potentially, but um, I suppose you know that's more for next week, isn't it? Because that'll be our transfer pod when we, you know, when we had international fixtures and probably 70 million more injuries to my team. So we'll uh, we'll see that position in a, in uh, in a week or so. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to, you know, magnify your wild card this season, Ollie. Um, you know, it, it was played fairly early, fairly reactionary into the Ronaldo news. And, you know, you got ahead of the curve for that that Newcastle game at home. But, you know, do you think the time that you played your wild card was the right choice? We'll assess that later on in the season. Um, you know, we can't tell now after game week seven if it was the right decision or not. Um, if the season ended now, I'll tell you that it was the complete wrong decision. Um, but you know, it's not ended now. There's still so much more time. Um, 
the guru has absolutely slated me on private chat saying I wasted my wild card for Ronaldo. <laughs> well, I wasted my wild card from a Ronaldo and your man Harry Kane who has done nothing. So it wasn't just Ronaldo. It was for Harry Kane who's done nothing either. So it's not just the uh, the, the Man United front man. It's your idol as well who's cost me. Um, but look, again, I've got a plan. I'm going to stick to it. I think Trent coming back will massively help my team, especially seeing as how I, th- I still think the majority of people have him, let's say. But I think, you know, if you have a look at his his, um, his ownership, it's gone down. Oh, wow. It's gone down further than I thought. It's gone down to 22.4%. So that's, wow. you know, in terms of Trent, then, you know, that should be a lot higher. So that might be my way back up. People were too reactionary on Trent. I've held on to him. If he comes back for, for this game after the international break, I think it's Watford. Um, then I could be on to one if he, if he plays. And that might be my way back up the... Um, the uh, the mini leagues. I think a lot of the good managers will uh, will have held him, but uh, that might be my way up. Who knows? Yeah, and I just want to you know highlight this this comment from Daniel who says, "Ollie, you're a proper manager. You know, oh, we can't we can't tell that now. You know, we're seeing a couple of weeks. You know, oh, I'm not too sure. You know, have you, yeah. have you been watching too many press conferences, mate? Yeah, look, one week at a time, Dan. One week at a time. <laughs> We, we dust ourselves down and we go again next week is uh, the classic yep. Steve Bruce phrase that <laughs> yep. he says every single week well, after uh, you know, well complaining. You know. <laughs> uh, we won't get too much onto that Bruce, one. Well, I don't no. have pace of Steve Bruce. No, not, not too many people are gifted with that that 99 pace. But, you know, Ollie, as we said, you've had a really brilliant start to the season. And, you know, it looks like you've got a plan in your head. Um, no matter how annoyed you might be with Harry Kane or Ronaldo, it looks like you've got a plan forward. And as you said, we'll see in a couple of weeks with how your wild card's going. But, you know, at the minute, it, it's not looking like it's paid off for you too much. But we can keep our fingers crossed that, you know, the, the returns in the next couple of weeks can turn that around. But Guru, we'll move on to you and your start this season. I sort of asked you before how you were feeling that you were going, but, you know, in, in terms of a general sense, FPL, you know, your overall rank, if you take away our mini leagues, you know, do you sort of think you should be doing better or, are you, you know, ex- exceeding your expectations at the minute? Sorry, can I just say, Ollie, you're, you're sounding like Mike Bassett, but <laughs> Mike Bassett more and more every week. For those <laughs> listeners or watchers who've not seen Mike Bassett, watch it. England Ollie, will be playing a 4-4-2. <laughs> he sounded like Mike Bassett, and, you know, all the talk. He's he's talking himself out. But look, it didn't end, end too badly for Mike Bassett in the end in the movie. So maybe it, it might not end too uh, too badly for Ollie this season. Um, but anyway, to, uh, to answer your question, Elliot, look, I'm, um, I'm satisfied and pretty steady. Um, you know, I probably want to be, um, you know, in that top 100K um, at this stage. You know, it was kind of the aim uh, within the first sort of 10 game weeks. But I'm getting there. Um, I've taken some green arrows in the last couple of weeks, moved up from, uh, I think, about 650K to about 180. So, yeah, it's a slow burner, um, better than last season at this stage. I didn't start too well last year. Obviously, in, in previous FPL years, I've had much better better starts. But, you know, we've got more players, um, you know, some great players and, and a big standard now. So, yeah, stable, steady. Um, just want to get those captain choices right. Um, you know, I think they're the biggest uh, part of FPL. And if you get that wrong, you normally uh, come out of a pretty average score. So, um, yeah, I want to get that that captain nailed uh, on the next couple of game weeks for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, you obviously played your wild card as well, Guru. So, you know, you've said a lot with the price rises. You thought it was the right time to play it. But do you still think that, you know, you still have that belief that it was the, the time for you to play your wild card? Tough one now. I think, um, you know, some of the players I bring in were worth it. Rudiger, uh, Jimenez, 
you know, I think they've both been brilliant. I've got some big points from Rudiger in the first week and Jimenez has just been phenomenal. Um, so avoiding them when the price rises, I'm uh, pretty happy with that. Um, Ronaldo's probably not quite been, you know, what we all sort of thought. Um, yeah, I had to get the likes of Lukaku in. Um, albeit, actually, no, he wasn't on the wild card. I'd probably say, um, yeah, my, my team's benefited. I've got more points with the wild card than my team before. So I'm happy I've played it. I've got a plan um, that I won't reveal too much uh, on this podcast, but, you know, I may not wait for the press conferences this time round uh, for my transfer. I may not have waited for the uh, for the press conferences, but that will, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, going to be something for, you know, probably the uh, one of next week's podcast. But yeah, I might have some uh, some early transfer plans underway, which is unlike me, but yeah, it might have to be done. That's a very uncharacteristic like of the guru. So make sure you're, you, you know, you're keeping your eyes on the YouTube uh, for any possible uploads. You know, he's obviously going to have his team selection next week and obviously the podcast as well. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be one to, to keep your eyes peeled for. But, you know, as I said, all three of us have played our wild card so far. For me, I think, you know, the situation that I was put in, I think I sort of had to play. I had I went too reliant on the four million defenders like Samikas and Amati at the start of the season that just weren't getting minutes that, you know, it was always going to be the issue. But I I didn't prepare myself for a wild card that early, but you know, I sort of when I wild carded, I sort of wanted to set my team up for you know the next couple of game weeks, have a plan to get Lukaku in. I've done that so far. Um, you know, Yotta was fun while it lasted, had you in for four game weeks, you managed to return in one. So, you know, it, it's been an interesting one for me. It's definitely been a mixed bag this season, not doing as well as I'd like to hope. But as Ollie said, there's 30 game weeks left. This game week was a big positive for me. You know, I had a really nice score. Um, when a lot of people maybe didn't. So, you know, you always sort of claw those points back um, when everyone doesn't have the best week and there's a lot of red arrows and you manage to find a green. So, you know, that's always going to be a positive. But, you know, Ollie, I want to ask you your FPL asset of the season so far. I'm going to say you can't say Mohamed Salah because that's yeah. the obvious choice. Other than Mohamed Salah, who is it for you? In terms of what my my favourite asset of the season or the best asset, what's the... Your favourite, your favourite. Right, okay. Um, well, that's a tough one, that, because I think there's been a few that have done right, all right for me. Um, I'm going to go with Tino Livramento, I think, just because I think a lot of people jumped on him a little while after I did. I went with him from the start. I saw an article written on the Premier League website that said Tino Livramento been released from the uh, the... Uh, Chelsea Academy, gone Southampton, and he might be a decent asset. So I know, I, I think as soon as I read that, I told you about him, Elliot, and we went with yep. him from game week one, and not too many people did. Obviously, in the first few weeks, he didn't really do much, but just being able to jump on that bandwagon before everyone knew about him was was good. Um, there's been a few that have contributed for me. Obviously, you've got your, like, so Damari Gray's been good. You could say Lukaku, I suppose. Um, he's not been amazing for me. Antonio's been good, but I'm going to say Livermento just for the price. and. Um, you know, four million playing every week. You can't complain. Yeah, and you know he's been brilliant so far. We've got a question. I'm going to assume that's from one of the Gazdens, and um, for some reason it doesn't show up. He's asked if we've kidnapped Jack. Um, we can't confirm or deny that, but he's playing his wild card this week. We think so. We're going to sabotage it and uh, see how we can go from there. But yeah, Jack's not on today. But we've got a question. Someone says Saka. Um, I'm sure that's in reference to the the favourite asset of the season. I think Saka's been all right. 
for the start of the season. He's definitely not been, you know, one of the best FPL assets by by a long stretch, um, in my opinion. But it's always a, a fair comment, and he's one definitely to look out for. You know, with Arsenal's green swing of fixtures that they've got, you know, he's a huge enabler at the minute. You know, they've turned their sort of form around. Um, and, you know, he's playing really well for Arsenal at the minute. So he's definitely one that I'm going to keep, uh, you know, keep my eyes on. But, you know, Guru, if you had to pick your favourite FPL asset of the season so far, that's not Mohamed Salah and that's not Tino Livramento. Who's it going to be for you? It's going to have to be, it's going to have to be Antonio, doesn't it? Um, you know, I owned him for those first three game, four game weeks and uh, he got double digit scores, three of them. Obviously the fourth one, he got the minus one, but... You know, he got a 16-pointer in one of them and, you know, he saved my first few game weeks. So, um, it's really hard to look past Antonio, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be big, uh, big Mikko Antonio. Yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant so far this season. I think the one for me has got to be this man here, Jeff Hendrick. You know, what a season he's had so far. He's been absolutely brilliant for Newcastle. <laughs> um, you know, got, got the goal on the weekend. Um, he's been absolutely brilliant. Seven points total, you know, six points in game week seven. 0.0% owned, you know, is a huge differential. Um, 4.8 price point. I'm not quite sure why he's that high. He should definitely be a 4 million player. But no, in all seriousness, I think for me so far this season, I think Trent Alexander-Arnold's the one for me. I've had him in from the start of the season. I knew I wanted him from the start. I just had a feeling, you know, he's been so good. He, as, as we've said so many times, the season guru, he's another midfielder, isn't he? So he's just been absolutely brilliant for Liverpool. And, you know, he, he's been absent for the past couple of weeks, which has been a little bit disappointing, but it doesn't hinder it enough for me, for me to not include him because he's been absolutely brilliant. And, you know, where in weeks where I haven't done too well, it's always been him and Mohamed Salah that have really pulled through for me. So Trent Alexander-Arnold has been absolutely brilliant for me so far. Jack's saying... Chris Wood, uh, he must have, you know, managed to, to turn his phone on um, wherever he is, uh, where we can't really disclose it. But he says, Chris Wood, Ollie, what's your thoughts on that one, mate? <laughs> You're muted, mate. For everyone. Um, so now I've gone from, I'm, I, this is my strategy, right? So I'm going for the best managers of all time, trying to improve my managerial skills. So I've gone from, from Guardiola with a two, now Mourinho. Fault that logic. Fault it. <laughs> You can't. Um, I don't know if you've watched the early bits of the podcast, Jack, um, but I went on a rant on Chris Wood and why you should never have had him in your team. Uh, ben Brayton, Diaz couldn't lay his boost. It was one of the quotes that I think I used. So um, that's what you get for on in Burnley assets, mate. Wake up. Yeah, and you know, just before we do wrap up the podcast for today, Guru, we're going to end it on a question and I'll let you answer it. Should I hold Trent or sell? Hold him, 100%. He's got Watford next. You know, if he's fit, then, uh, you know, why would you sell him? Big fixture, new manager for Watford. Might get an initial manager boost, maybe, but I'd expect Liverpool to to beat them. Clean sheet, probably a Trent goal or assist, you'd expect. So, yeah, if you own him, keep him for that game. Yeah, absolutely. And surely, you know, the amount of new manager bounces has definitely expired a long time ago at Watford with the amount of managers that they have brought in. But we'll just have to see. But until then, I hope everyone enjoys the, the international football that you can do. We know it's not the same as FPL. You know, it's a nice little mental refresher. Um, I don't really know what much else to suggest. It's 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 painful without football for a week, but, you know, it gives, gives me a week off from, you know, Newcastle losing and Ollie a week off from Rovers losing as well. 
the guru from Spurs losing. So, you know, we're not too too fast about it and it gives us time to to stew over and overthink our FPL teams as well. So it's going to be an interesting one. I think we all need the break at the minute. You know, it's been a lot of football, a lot of FPL, especially off the back of that week for a lot of people. But I thank you all for watching along with me today. We've got a couple of people in here now. We've got about 10. So I thank you very much for listening live. If you're listening to it on replay, thank you very much for listening and supporting as well. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video and you let us know what you make of the season so far and what you're going to be doing in the international break. But until then, enjoy the international football. Enjoy your break. Take care. Stay safe. Bye for now. Thank you.